Hello, everyone, and welcome to the uh, Collins Punk Rock World podcast. My name is Colin, and I do Collins Punk Rock World and CPRW Records. Today, we are uh, joined by some which are hopefully familiar faces who have uh, joined us in the previous week's podcast. We've got Richard. Hi, everyone. Uh, Dan. Hello. And uh, Lara. Hello. Right. As, as everyone's uh, already done the uh, what have you been listening to in lockdown questions, the answer is old stuff. Uh, we're just going to go straight into the uh, like the main bulk of the podcast this week, and uh, which is uh, fantasy festivals. So, come up with the idea of like we're all going to put on like a fantasy, uh, fest- basically our fantasy festival of like I guess a dream lineup, but we've also got to follow some uh, very strict rules. Uh, those rules are you're allowed you have to have eight bands and one of them, and, and plus a after party band so nine bands with the after party band a maximum of one band from the usa you have one acoustic act one band with with someone who doesn't identify as a man at least one band that features a person of color like one band that formed in the last two years one band from mainland europe because fuck brexit what one band that are reuniting and one band that is uh, too big for like a small like 350 cap venue and the after party band has to be doing something new it can't for example be the burnt tapes covering the menzingers or like uh, call me malcolm doing less than jake it's got to be a a new one that hasn't been done before right so uh, part of the reason we put these uh, rules in was to make sure the uh, rules are like inclusive because we feel like that's a really important thing i know richard wanted to uh Say some words about that. Yes, when we were, were talking about this on our um, sort of chat group, um, I think, you know, we've, we've all been there where we've, we've seen sort of the lineups announced for sort of slam dunk. And you look at the representation of, of sort of minority voices on sort of the main stages. And I think it was, was it last year, year before? There's like three women on the, the two main stages of, of the whole weekend. And you just think, you know, there, there's the, the argument that was put forward is there's not enough of those artists out there to to fulfill the slots that the, the booking agents are looking for, the bookers are looking for. And you think, but surely that's part of the problem, because if you're not booking those people to give them a platform and to give them a voice, you're already preventing them from succeeding and getting out to a wider audience. So I think when we were sat down and we were sort of having this conversation over the um, over our chat, we were really thinking sort of, how do you try and make these festivals sort of more successful, more appealing to a broader audience, but also provide more of a platform for, for people. So I think that's where it, where it came from. And I know that um, sort of uh, Festival Republic, I think it was, is it uh, Marvin, Ben? I think it is said, you know, they're, they're trying different ways to try and provide sort of platforms and opportunities for sort of women in the industry to sort of access recording space and things like that, which is fine, but you've still got to get people out in front of people. And the best way to discover new music is by actually being at a venue, seeing a band, you know, sort of walking away afterwards thinking, Do you know what, that's the best thing I've ever seen. And if you're not giving them that opportunity, you, you, you're never going to get the, the voices out there. So um, I think sort of certainly be, between all of us, when we've been sort of pulling these um, fantasy festival lineups together, we've been really keen about sort of trying to provide a, as broad a platform as, as possible. Um, and I think, you know, we, we're sort of happy to sort of probably um, sort of critique each other's lineups as we go through as well. I think it's been quite interesting today seeing sort of how people have come up and interpreted sort of the um, the, the brief that you've given us. So yeah, I'm sort of looking forward to this. Things are quite exciting. Yeah, I've, I've, I've come up with the idea of what, uh, yes, we have to do that. 
and I, I know some of the other guys in the uh, group are keen on doing it as well, so we probably will do another one. So I get to do it again. Like, and Emma, who doesn't want to appear on the podcast, has just sat and done one by herself and was like putting together a set list for uh, like her after party band that she wants them to do. And it was fantastic procrastination. <laughs> but okay, so um, we're just going to go around in a circle we haven't really organized yet, but we'll wing it. And uh, so we're going to start with like the opening act and then sort of work our way up the first up the festivals and when we get to the headline band we're going to try and guess each other's headline from because i'm going to assume everyone's sort of they has like a theme towards it and like a similar sounding group of bands no okay we're never guessing we'll have a go i think i know dan's because i'm even though he's told me it's not direct hit but i'm gonna i have this other idea oh. in my head so yeah so dan's gonna start us off so take it away Okay. Um, for my opener, I have picked a band that I don't think a lot of people are going to have heard of. Um, it's sort of, there is a band that I wish to see again, which is um, uh, growing up in the Reading local scene, there was a band that we immediately became friends with playing around locally because they were one of the only bands of our age, which is Rail 27. They played sort of like... Uh, I'd, I'd say it's like more crusty sort of punk like ska punk that's like really sort of political in theme and but like was like rough around the edges because they were sort of young teens like 20s so it's like really really good stuff and they put out two eps and an album in their time and they're some of the best songs i've ever heard their album's called the great unwashed which um, it just features like songs like Don't Tell Me How to Smell, which is like this anti-authority song about like just not society telling me that I can't, I have to smell good and have to take a shower, which is just really funny <laughs> and like entertaining. And as an opening band, I think they'd be like fucking fantastic. And like, I just wish I could see them again. They, I think they broke up like a good sort of three, four years ago now. We ended up playing their last show with Jet A which wow. was like, it was fantastic. But yeah, I'm just sad that I never got to see them again after that point. So I put them as my opener. Okay, you have, you have your reunion band as your opener. Yeah. Wow. It's bold. This is very bold, isn't it? Who's, who you got next? I, I thought we'd go to whoever's next. Oh, opener. no, no. We literally do oh. all of your stuff. So take a big gulp of water. Okie dokie. European band next. Um, and I'm going to hit two in one. Um, a band that has basically been formed in the last two years with Fabled Mind. Um, heralding from Lockjaw Records. Um, they're basically skate punk sounding like Rise Against. Um, they played Do It Together Fest, which was Colin, Sarah's and Paul's joint birthday this year. And it was the second time I'd seen them. No, third and uh, they're just absolutely fantastic. It's probably like, the best new album I've seen from a band. I think I put it second on my uh, albums of the year list last year. They're just absolutely fantastic political punk. And like, I just think they're absolutely fantastic and deserve every gig that they get. Like, yeah, there's nothing really more to say about it. But like when I saw them at Do It Together Fest, I was like losing my mind, like how good they are singing like the lyrics while there was maybe like 20 people in the room. So like- Ah, oh, there was more yeah. than that. Don't undersell, don't undersell my birthday party. There were loads of people there. 
<laughs> yeah, I just I thought they were fantastic. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, to follow up from them, I'm I've gone with Midwich Cuckoos, who um, I can't remember when their record came out, but ever since I've seen them, they're also uh, feature Leslie from Lockjaw Records. Um, whenever I see them, they're just absolutely fantastic and blow me away. I first saw them playing a gig in the Unicorn, I think, with Fast Fade. And I think I saw them and Fast Fade for the first time on the same night. Um, I think Krang were headlining. And like I just thought they were fantastic. Like, perfect blend, blend of like metal and punk. And it just sounds absolutely amazing. Um, my fourth band is Boom Boom Raccoon. Nice. Uh, acoustic loveliness like everything about them i just absolutely fall in love with like ivo like i i've enjoyed every band that ivo has been in and like his writing and the stuff he writes about is absolutely fantastic they've got a song about uh stealing biscuits from a, a biscuit factory which is just amazing all their political stuff is like hard hitting and perfect it's like fast paced but upbeat everyone sings along I saw them doing a chewing and tinfoil core, uh, chewing on tinfoil cover at MPF, and it was just absolutely. Oh, I like, wish I'd have seen that. Oh, it was so good! Like everyone in the room just like was literally connecting over oh. it, and it just it ignited. Like I, I think they were one of the best things I saw at MPF because of it. Like it, they're absolutely fantastic, and I just love them every time I see them. And I, I wish I could see them more often this year. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, their next album because like their first album was like absolutely perfect and it just hits this blend of being acoustic but being like really well-written punk rock at the same time. Um, moving up my lineup, I've gone for my fifth band being Drones. Um, Drones, I have a new album coming out next year and from what I've heard from the singles, it's absolutely fantastic. They, The big thing to realise is like they're just absolutely hard-hitting political punk fronted by Lois who is stepped into the shoes of Daly from uh previous and she just absolutely raises the roof every time they play like they are just absolutely tight down to the nails punk rock that just literally politically like is in the right space especially songs like Anchors where they're talking about refugees like really like connect with me absolutely love it like I just we got to see them this year playing in a brewery and it was just absolutely fantastic seeing them do a headline setup, which I'd never seen. And like, I, I, I want to get them and book them in Reading because like, I think they're just absolutely fantastic. And the Herald from Camberley as well, which is right near where I live. So yeah, I've just absolutely would love to see them again. Um, following up from drones, I've got the logical superseding band from drones, which would be the human project. Uh, the Human Project, if you've not heard them before, are probably the best political punk band in the UK. Like, I, I, I would go out on a whim and say that, like, technically skate punk, like, really, really techie riffs, really hard-hitting political lyrics, which really make you think. Best songwriting I've heard in a good long time. Both their records, Clarion Call and Origins, are just two of the best records ever coming out on Lockjaw. Like uh, every song that they do, and even when they move away from politics and talk about mental health, it still hits perfectly. Um, I got to see them in Manchester for the first time when I went up for Sarah's Shout Louder Fest, and that was like absolutely like 
they delivered on everything. Like um, I was chatting to their guitarist without realizing it before they played. And I said that I was really looking forward to Human Project, not knowing that he was in Human Project. <laughs> and like, we laughed it off. And like, they just seemed like the nicest guys. And like every lyric I can remember, every like note and everything is like catchy as hell. And it's just all in my head. Yeah. Um, so my one from Headliner is Moscow Death Brigade, which is going to take a very sidestep. I, I've literally fallen in love with them. They are a rap, I'd say rap rave like punk band where it's like literally they all have like really ravey sort of hip hop beats with like heavy punk rock chords like literally it's the weirdest thing I've heard this year but I've absolutely fallen in love with them and the first opportunity I get to see them or play with them we're gonna take it completely and just go like I I just want to see what sort of crowd they get what sort of energy they ignite on stage because like on their records they just feel absolutely like astounding like I've not heard a sound like that in a long time and it just like literally I've fallen in love with every single song so like second from headline definitely having them getting them over from Russia and just literally having a great time um yeah I'm up to my headliner now Uh, now I've got a guess so my guess, because I, I know how much you love them, was anti-flag. I, I, I thought that'd be your guess, and yeah. it's incorrect. Oh. Um, I've actually gone for my... Um, anti-flag is one of my favourite bands going, but I've gone for one of my other favourite bands. So um, I've oh, gone for Mindless you're... Self-Indulgence. Oh, I'd never ever get that. <laughs> I thought you wouldn't. Um, as a band, Mindless Self-Indulgence, like, I can talk about them forever. They fall into like a category of punk rock which they define themselves it's very electro with like house sort of influence and then you've got the punk rock on top of it it's weird it's wonderful every record they've put out is different and breaks what i call like any barriers or lines that i'd ever seen like they seem to be able to push the boundary before everyone else gets to it with production and the way they're writing things like they're 10 years in front of whoever's doing whatever and some of their records are like literally my favorite things to listen to and I'll put them on and discover new things because of how detailed their records are. The unfortunate thing is they go on hiatus rather often. So they're not technically broken up, but they, uh, they're not together essentially. And the last time I think they visited the UK was five years ago. So um, yeah, well, I went and saw them when I was, I think like 17 and it was just one of the best shows I've ever been to. Like the crowd energy and like it, the atmosphere was just electric. They hit everything perfectly. They're one of the only bands that play with a click track that like, I just like literally, I couldn't, they, they make click tracks like feel like every band should play to a click track. That's like, you wouldn't even notice if people went, yeah, this band plays to a click track. Um, their vocals are just all over the place. Like the way they blend things together and every show is just, absolutely an atmosphere <laughs> it's just yeah my favorite band going probably in that sort of genre like up there with direct hit and anti-flag like yeah cool okay. i should listen to that band i don't think i've ever listened to them but you've sold them really well i'd recommend either the uh most recent record which was how to how to stop giving a shit and love mindless self-indulgence <laughs> or go for there's a 
if if you like weird it's very offensive to listen to and a bit hard on the ears but there's a record called frank and girls which will seem strangely sexy it was made in 2000s and like the amount of samples packed into that record it would be too expensive to make nowadays like because you'd be sued like to high heaven and it's like literally the first track starts with telling you to go fuck yourself which is such a bold thing for a band to do and so weird and like i've got it on interesting weird records over the ball and it just works i don't know why Perfectly. right uh, what's your cover band or who's the who, who's playing your cover set so i have had to change this because i i didn't know the rules were you had to not pick somebody that had covered something before so um i've gone with launch control who are uh, if you know me are probably one of my favorite uk bands because they just mean so much to me as a band like being from Red Inn and like literally being the first other punk band I've ever met. And like they literally, their guitarist Alex produces all our records and produces all of our stuff. And they're just like our best mates in punk rock. So getting them to do a cover set is just a no brainer for me. And I've gone for the logical thing, which is- Wait, wait, uh, wait, we're guessing, we're guessing. Yeah, guess it. Well, we say guessing, we're attempting to guess. I'm gonna go anti-flag. <laughs> yeah, I'd also go anti-flag, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just going to say the same. Yeah, yeah bang on. Anti-flag. Like, <laughs> no brain. <laughs> Getting yeah. the, the three of them to do anti-flag covers the whole night and making them play things like Die for Your Government to, like, press corpse. Like, I, I, I'd take it in a, like, cinch. Like, having them, like, cover one of my favourite bands would be just a no-brainer for me. Right. Yeah, that's my uh, lineup. What is the name oh. of your, your all-dayer? Uh... Uh, I've, I've, I didn't know we had to name it, but I'm uh, going to go do with... Do not read uh, messages. I, 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 I'm going to pull the... Maybe. I, I, I read. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Dan's Super Happy Fun Time All Day. Okay. The best music. Oh, that's a really long thing to write down. Dan's Super... And what is the... Uh, where, where are you going to have this nice day? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Face Bar in Reading. <laughs> been my favorite area of reading and the place we put most of our shows on going Great. forward so well that does sound like a fun day so dan super happy fun time at facetime reading face bar face bar my bad i was listening to you there we go all right that's that's dan so we got any that we want to say about dan's day I think it's pretty good. I, I yeah. really like sort of Drones and the, the Human Project. I think the two two really really sort of great bands. So yeah, it's, yeah. I think you're doing a good job there, Dan. I like Boom Boom Raccoon like right in the middle, <laughs> just to really really throw things off. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought like throw them in the middle where like I, I feel like you get like a bunch of heavy stuff and then yeah. suddenly like Boom Boom Raccoon come on and just like change up the vibe completely by like, like throwing in acoustic like yeah. political punk in the middle the, the idea of like moscow death parades uh death parades fans turning up and then seeing boom boom raccoon and wondering are they at the right place i i <laughs> I, I think they would love boom boom raccoon their fans like i think they would fall absolutely in love with like, that sort yeah. of stuff they, they, uh, moscow uh, death brigade have played uh, new cross a couple of times i think now like paul's like showed me some videos and pictures and I feel like a trip to the A&E is probably in order after their set. <laughs> oh, man, it's insane. I've, 
and they're playing uh, in May, I think now. I'm, I, I think I'm looking forward to going to that gig. Like it will be absolutely mental. <laughs> right, excellent. Right, before we move on to, uh, we'll go Lara next. We'll do a quick little advert because we're about to get timed out. But I have adverts written down on a bit of paper somewhere. Here we go. Right, so the first one is again, wish, wish, you know, uh, shout louder. Our good friends are releasing uh, Paper Cuts number two, which is uh, lots of stories. I think, 50 plus people from the punk scene everywhere and it's got stories about like uh, gigs festivals and touring that's coming out soon that's um and that's all money that is being raised for a music venue trust which is obviously a very important organization uh just search shout louder on facebook or instagram and you'll find out all the details and who's written stuff for it and where to buy it and all that kind of stuff Right, and we will see you in a second for part two. Now, hello, welcome back to uh, part two of CPRW podcast. We're still talking about fantasy festivals, and now Lara's going to run us through hers. Okay, cool. So I literally have had like a day to think of this. (laughs) So um, it's kind of been like jotting everything down this morning. Um, Do you want me to say like what... um, category they're under or just kind of no, say no, just say the just band say, and why you've picked them right. why you like them all right cool so the opening i'm going to go with the dead krasukis i know we mentioned them in the last podcast but um i saw them last year in um opening in punk and Drublick and they had like really really good energy for like an opening band and i thought they'd be a really good one to kind of get the uh the whole all day going so that's my opening one okay. um next i'm gonna go with um terror group um so they're going to be the european represent fuck brexit band (laughs) um and they could do either english or german or whatever however they want to kind of do their set i'm not that fussed (laughs) um so that's the second one um third one i'm going to go with uh king prawn from london oh yes um and even if they just do dominant view over and over again for half an hour like that's fine with me (laughs) um yep so there's that one uh, let me just have a look for my next page. Okay, so the one for reunion, they actually split up this year, a couple of months ago. They were a band called Milk Teeth. Um, so it took me, it, I was really upset about them the breaking up actually, because um, it took me a long time to really get into them. Because I've been listening to them for about a year or so off and on until I really, really got into them. Uh, because they're a little bit more grungy than um, and noisy than I'm usually used to listening to. Um, so it took me a while to get into them. And then they re- they released their new album this year, um, the self-titled Milk Teeth album. And that came out just around the time that we went into lockdown. So I was listening to that a lot um, when I moved house and was in lockdown. Um, and I kind of fell in love with the album. And then they just they just go and break up. Like like oh. it's no big deal. Like it, I, I, I was on the bus to London. I was we were going for a weekend away and I was re- scrolling through Instagram like oh I can't wait to go for a weekend away in London it's going to be awesome and I come across this post like what I felt like someone had broken up with me you know like your blood runs cold and everything I was like you're like my new favorite band and you're like I haven't even seen you play and I'm never going to now so um, that's when I would love to kind of reform and come back um, and I'd love to go and see them um, yeah so that's that one um, let me just cross that one off so I don't say it again <laughs> uh yeah so, so i know we mentioned last time as well colin like how much we like light years so i chose oh, yeah. my acoustic set to be Chaz palmer williams oh so wow, that would be, be quite cool great shout, great shout. yeah because uh, <laughs> he's just like, he's a lot of fun like his 
his writing i think he's a really um talented writer yeah um and i think he he's got so much like um sincerity in his songwriting but also he makes it funny as well in the charm and his accent kind of adds some charm to his singing um and i think obviously you have like the light year crowd will want to will kind of like love it or whatever but um even if you know you don't know him from he's he's the, he's still really listenable and it's really catchy he's really personable it's like he's your friend isn't it when you listen to him so that's who i'd have as my acoustic one <laughs> um let's see okay so the next one i'd have to go i think from acoustic is probably the next one i'm gonna have is a band called wager which i think they would kind of go quite well um, i'm not sure if like you go to a few of them they're quite new they start i think they started last year um they're from swansea which is where i'm from um and they used to well they're kind of made up of members of the band pete's sake um and uh dopamine and i think attack attack as well so the kind of a mid-2000s kind of onwards kind of uk pop punk scene um so they come out and they're kind of it's a little bit more kind of like beardy gruff kind of sound to them they're a lot slower than um like i think what we were used to with them before um but i think that's kind of a nice move on from the acoustic kind of gently bringing you into kind of a bit more kind of a movement kind of sound um so that's who i would go for plus you know it's kind of got the welsh connections for me um swansea especially um and also you know like they they're, they're good friends with my husband so it kind of big shout them out as well <laughs> um and that leads me on then to let's have a look yeah, just before the headliner. So I, I think this one would come on quite well from Wager. They're kind of a slightly, I think they're just going to be like a faster kind of more I don't know, version of them. I've gone for my American band, I've gone with Iron Sheik. So I was um, initially, I wasn't sure who to pick because I, I, I do tend to have like rely quite a lot on um, fat rack bands because I do like, that's kind of what I, I usually listen to. But I wanted to kind of move away a little bit from that kind of reliance, I guess. And I was listening to Tender Defender this morning because uh, I really like Latterman as well. And it's the, obviously it's essentially that band, uh, just a different sound. So I thought I'd just put them down as, uh, as that one. Um, yeah, so we're on to the headline now. Um, oh, this is tricky. It is. It is. And um, to be honest, I didn't really know who to put down for this. Um, if you want a clue, I can give you a clue. But it's, it will be. Um, they're Welsh. Welsh. <laughs> yeah. no, I figured they probably would be a Welsh band. Who's, who's question the mark? Funeral for a friend. Pardon? Well, funeral for a friend. Yeah, funeral. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good Interestingly, yeah, oh, thank you. But question the mark. Um, the drummer used to be in my husband's old band, The Shortcuts. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, so Lewis is a nice guy. Uh, yeah, so I got Fuel for a Friend as the headliner. I'm actually, hopefully, as long as we go ahead to gigs, I'm going to see them in April. So, yeah. countdown is on. <laughs> Emo time. <laughs> I assume your gig will be taking place in Wales as well. It will be. It yeah. will be in uh, Le Pub in Newport. Wow. <laughs> because uh, nice. that's a perfect uh, capacity for an old year <laughs> um and i've also given it a welsh name because i couldn't think of anything else just call it Urfest, which is just the fest in welsh <laughs> how do you spell that my welsh spellings aren't what they should be no <laughs> it's fine so it's uh, which is this yr so like your yr your, and then then just fest your yeah. fest yeah Urfest. I'm not going to try and pronounce that again for fear of it's sounding good. Welsh people. It's fine. <laughs> no, none taken. It's all good. <laughs> all right. And uh, who, who are you going to have doing your cover band or being your cover band? Do you, the cover band first, yeah? Yep. Yeah, so I chose High Standard from Japan. Right. Are they the band who are being covered? 
they are the cover band because they do a lot of covers anyway. Oh, they are okay. Yeah, um, so they are the ones who are going to be doing it. Arthur, who would high standard cover? Oh, got to be another skate punk band, surely. No use for a name. Mm-mm. Oh, no effects. Green Day. Nope. Is it Fat I... Rack? It's not. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've gone for, because um, I thought the, the voice sound would be different and kind of funny to hear. So I've gone for Bouncing Souls. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I was really worried about it. I was like, what could I do? Because I really like the, uh, I've never seen High Standard, but whenever I kind of watch um, videos or, or shows on YouTube or whatever, they've always got such good energy. And I think couple that with sort of the, the vocals of, of um, Bouncing Souls, I think that's a really good kind of end to a, to a day. For me. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about Sing Souls to my cover set. Just as a quick side note, <sighs> what's your favourite about Sing Souls album? Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, I, I do like the first, the self-titled Bouncing Souls, because it's got my favourite song on it. It's got Say Anything, and that's my favourite Bouncing Souls song. So, yeah, that one. That it's not me, even that good. Yeah, me and, what, me and what's Richard. What's your favourite, Colin? How I spent your summer, well, my summer vacation, because it's the right answer. I was going to say that. It's not but... the right answer. It's not. Yeah. Gold song's yeah. the right answer. Oh, gold yeah, album. Gold yeah. album's good or hopeless romantic. Uh, we, yeah. we, we have this argument probably monthly. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Mantham because it's one guitar note. That's the lead line. That's, that's how, it should, that's how over things should be. Things shouldn't be complicated. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, so with Chaz Palmer, are you going to have him do his own stuff or light your stuff or a mixture? Well, I was thinking a mixture because he hasn't got a ton of stuff um, of his own. I said, well, not he's got an completely. album. Yeah. yeah, an album. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him do like your stuff, um, but I don't mind really. I mean, I like all his songs, all his yeah. songwriting and it, it'll sound good either way. But um, it would be cool to, to see him do some like your stuff. I, I don't think yeah. I've heard any like your um, acoustic or anything like that. So um, that would be cool. Yeah, I saw him do Pack of Dogs once. On a way. Yeah, which is really cool. But I've only seen him a couple of times, like, play acoustic. He should... It's a shame he can't do more. Yeah, yeah. Because he's really good. Like, as I say, yeah, as a is. songwriter. Like... Yeah. Cool. Uh, and what a terror group. Who are they? I don't, I don't know them. Well, I, honestly, I don't know that much about them. Um, I think 99% German, based on the name. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they... I can't remember how I started listening to them, but... I remember maybe about 12 years ago, me and my husband had a CD of theirs and we had it in the car. I don't know where we got it from, whether it was from like someone at a gig had given it to us or something. Um, but it's, uh, they just have a lot of funny songs. Like there's one called Rambo 3 and it's just about Rambo 3. Uh, and it's, it's um, just kind of German punk rock. And they have, I, I'm not sure how much is in English, but I think there's a lot of it is in German. Um, but it's definitely worth a listen to. It's a lot of fun. Oh. Yeah. Like a bit like the, uh, the band, uh, band called Snap Out, who are based in London, who did a whole album based on Arnold Schwarzenegger films. What? <laughs> yeah. No it's, way. It's it actually a cool. really good it's album really as well. Good. Okay, cool. So check, like, and they're nice guys as well. So Snap Out, we love them. Right. So cool. anything else? Anyone else got anything to add for Eurofest? <laughs> no, I, I think it's a, a really good lineup, really strong lineup. I love, I think sort of Iron Sheik are just the perfect festival band, aren't they? You know, yeah. you just think like, massive like especially sort of late in the day you know sort of everyone's sort of high energy yep. big sing-alongs yeah great great lineup 
Oh, thank you. Well, I was, I was really late getting into Iron Sheik. One of my friends a few years ago uh, saw them and got really into them and he mentioned them to me and I just was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to them. No worries. But it wasn't until maybe six months ago I started really kind of like listening to them and it's just, I haven't been able to stop. So I can't believe it's taken me this long. They've been around for ages. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, their first album was 10 years old this year, which was just oh, yeah. blew my mind. It's like, wow. It's crazy and it's such a good album. Like, there's not yeah. one song I skip on that, you know, and it's quite rare to find albums, like, especially kind of first ones like that. Yeah. yeah. Right, so uh, we'll move on to Richard. you want to go next? Yeah, can do. Um, right, so um, I, have a, I have a name and a venue. I've already thought of this uh, for your comment. Um, so Gold maybe star. I know. Uh, so um, I've gone for Forge a Path Fest is, oh. uh, is the way that we're going. Oh, you've and really put thought uh, into this. I have put thought into this and you know like we were talking about at the start about sort of um, that issue about sort of representation I think really when I was sort of putting this together and I think there's so many um, sort of great bands out there that um, you know sort of either need a, a or would benefit from a platform and exposure to sort of a, a larger audience and certainly when you get to sort of the headliner that I've put together you know they, they bring a crowd anyway um, and you just kind of think that there's probably a crowd that would be quite receptive to you know, sort of some of the other bands that are on the on the bill. So it's quite a quite an eclectic bill. Um, and the venue. Um, so I, I'm from Scarborough. I do a lot of go to a lot of shows in in Leeds. So I really wanted to avoid Leeds because then we've got like Slam Dunk Fest and Leeds Fest. And I mean, so much happens there. Um, and I'm originally from just outside Birmingham. And one of the towns sort of over from us is is now getting a really really good name for for putting on. Um, shows so I and I've been there once and it was amazing it was such a great little venue um so I'll be putting this on at Red Rum in I Stafford. thought you were gonna say that yeah, I was about to say he's about to say Red Rum in Redditch <laughs> it's, um, it's such a great little venue really really friendly um and it's the kind of place that you can think you know again when you're talking about sort of the headliners and, and they would absolutely pack out the um pack out the venue but I think it's just you know, there's, there's nothing really in the Midlands these days. I mean, we used to have, um, sort of back when I was, was living there, we had the Foundry. The Foundry was a, a wonderful, wonderful venue in Birmingham. There's not really been anything since then um, that, that has been um, sort of able to attract sort of the calibre of bands that we're talking about and, you know, sort of the, the type of bands that, that we all love. So Red Rum for me, um, went and saw uh, Red City Radio there last year, year before, it's just an amazing little venue, you know, really friendly. The people are amazing. So um, for me, that's where, you know, it's the perfect place to, to host this. So right. I've also um, played a little bit um, fast with the rules, Colin, as, as I'm sure you're aware. Disgusting. <laughs> I know. Um, All better of you. Dan, I, I know, expected I'm it from, not you. So, <laughs> so the reason that I've done that um, is... I really wanted the, the acoustic act to be present on the bill for a number of reasons. First of all, it's like one of my heroes. So it was a, a great opportunity to do it. Um, but I also think in terms of sort of some of the, the messages that you kind of think you want to try and get out through the festival, um, it's just the right voice to have there. So my, my acoustic act, although American, um, because half of his, his day job band are, are now based in Germany, they tour in Germany um, sort of relentlessly. They're on a German label. For all intents and purposes, I'm going to say he's German for the purpose of this festival. Um, it's going to be Nathan Gray. From oh, what a surprise. Um, so I think his new album's amazing. Everything that he's put out, sort of either with Boy Sets Fire or, or without Boy Sets Fire, is just brilliant. But I think more than anything, it's his social commentary and his sort of astuteness about sort of social issues and what's going on and 
sort of challenging sort of people's perceptions of things. I really think, you know, sort of bit of an MC really for the day rather than just an acoustic act, you know, sort of to tell people about sort of issues that are going on. I think it'd be a, a really um, sort of strong um, sort of opening stroke acoustic act for us. So he was my, um, my, my first one, but I can rest assured, Colin, he's the only other American uh, apart from the, the American <laughs> act on the, on the list. Um, moving down then, so the, the official openers for the day. And again, um, because of, of sort of being in the north, I think there's a real um, connection with sort of that, that leather face gruff punk sound. We've always sort of done really well. And I really wanted to make sure that that was represented on the, on the bill. Um, I've gone for Misfortune Cookie. So they're, um, you know, sort of a, a band from York. So they're just down the road from us. Um, last year's album was, was one of my favorites. It's still on rotation quite a lot this year. Um, Previously, members of Bear Trade, who were just incredible, you know, sort of two albums in the EP they put out were just just perfect. Um, and I think sort of adding Helen Chambers' vocals to sort of that real gruff punk sound has just given them a, a completely different edge. And I can't really think of anyone else that sounds quite like them at the moment. They've got a really nice, unique sort of almost iron sheet, but with a really soft sort of lilty vocal. Um, cool. Yeah, just incredible. So for me... Um, I think sort of a real nice sort of movement on from um, sort of the acoustic opening of, of Nathan Gray into sort of a little bit of a sort of aggressively folky punk kind of um, stuff. Um, my next act is the act that's formed in the last few years. And I think they are still within that, that to a certain extent. Um, but I also think they're probably the most exciting band in the UK at the moment in terms of just how different they are um, to anything else that's out there. Um, and that's Arcs. Um, and I spoke about them last time, um, a duo, Hammy and, and Clara. Um, but they are, they, for two people, they just make such an incredible noise. It's just sort of very um, garagey rock, you know, just, just that kind of stuff that you'd listen to and get swept up away. And, you know, they're just very, very good, talented musicians, really friendly, you know, sort of super, super energetic. And you just think, you know, for, sort of picking up the pace in the, the middle of a festival, you know, sort of early morning. They're absolutely the, the kind of band that you want in there. So I think I'll go for, for them next. I think they've done, again, just in terms of the message for the day, they've done loads of stuff. They're from Brighton. They've done loads of stuff around sort of the um, LGBTQ plus agenda. And I think, again, it's about sort of raising awareness about sort of the different voices that we've got in the scene. Um, I think they bring a, a lot of um, a lot of great stuff to the day. So um, they're they're definitely ones that I, I'd want involved. Um, moving on, I've got a couple of European bands next for you. Um, first one is Shelly Coat. So they've put out again a, a fantastic album this year uh, from Germany. Um, just one of those bands that you you hear and just instantly there's a, a lovely nostalgic feel to sort of the way that they sound and it's very much like. You know the moment when you, when you first sort of hear um, a band like Tilt and you've got like Cinderblock's voice oh, coming at you, like, yeah. how great is that voice? Um, I think Karen's got exactly the same. It was exactly the same as sort of hearing um, sort of partial birth for the first time, sort of listening to, to Shelley Coke. So I put them in. Really great album, um, Hide the Knives, that came out this year. It's very good. So I'd say it's sort of a skate light album. Um, it, you can definitely feel that it's got sort of that 90s skate punk vibe to it, um, but it's very poppy at the same time. Um, but it's just a really, really good album. Loads of sort of fantastic sing-along songs in there. And um, I think sort of it reverberate the song off, off the album. One of the best songs I've heard this year. It's just incredible. So yeah, love them. Um, 
and again, so they're obviously representing Germany, and I thought it's only fair that we have um, someone to represent France in there as well, you know, sort of another of our close neighbours. So I've gone for Heavy Heart from uh, Nantes. And um, again, just you know, think, kind of thinking now, mid-afternoon, um, very much in the same way that you were sort of thinking of, of Iron Sheik, probably in terms of sort of picking up the, mm. picking up the pace. Loads of really fast, gruff punk sing-along songs. Um, hugely entertaining. Um, they've done three albums of just pure belters, you know, from start to finish. Those, those albums are not a bad song on them. So for me, I, I would, uh, I think they'd be the perfect sort of mid-afternoon band. And then just before we get to our headliner, we've got the Reunion Act. Um, and again, there was just one band that I could really um, think of for this. And it was, again, one of those bands that I really wish I'd have had the opportunity to see. They've never toured in the UK. Um, they were very, very short-lived. And the, the amount of stuff they put out in that short period of time that is of just the highest quality, um, I think, would, would make me think I, I really, really would want to see them. They're just the best band, I think, for, for me over the last sort of five years, the band that I've probably listened to the most. Um, and that's Turnspit. So the Chicago-based, um, or were Chicago-based um, punk band. Just one of those bands that, again, just sort of bridged that nice sort of divide between sort of that Heartland rock kind of sound that you've probably got with sort of the Menzingers now and the, the real gruff punk sing-along stuff that you've got with like Iron Sheik. They just sort of sat very nicely in the middle of that. Um, two vocalists, you've got Gillian, who's got a real great raspy throaty you know sort of voice and then you've got Jason who's sort of even more gruff than that and they're just the the melodies the harmonies everything about that band is is just perfect so um yeah absolutely devastated they they split up much like you were saying about sort of milk teeth again you know you just sort of as soon as you hear that they've split up you're like how how is that yeah. It's just yeah. not um they they put out their album they put out two singles afterwards and um uh, Dan from 88 Fingers Louis produced the two, um, two extra songs they put out and he said that one of them was the best song that he'd ever worked on and you just think for him who's, who's written and been involved in the writing process of bands like Rise Against and 88 Fingers Louis to come out and say something as, as positive as, as that about, um, about their output, um, just a great band. So yeah, they're my, my reunion act um, and that brings me on to my headliner. Oh, well, you're allowed one more band, Richard. You've only got six. I've got the, the headliner and then the, the um, what's it called? Covers. I think you're allowed one more, though. You allowed I'm allowed one more. Yeah, I can, I can more, Richard. Else in. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Just to put you on oh, the spot. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. Oh. Um, see, again, I'm, I'm kind of... Can I have another American band? <laughs> uh, as I put you on the spot, and um, well, sure, because actually, no, you know what? I, is awkward. I tell a lie. No, I, I tell a lie. I know exactly where I go for for the extra band. I go for Caves from Exeter. Nice. I think uh, just again one of those bands that every time they've just been absolutely incredible. You know, when you just sort of watch a band and you're thinking, I, I can't believe sort of how how brilliant they are. So yeah, I, I would go for, for Caves without a doubt. Just, I can't remember the last time they were up this way. I mean, I saw them with um, Timeshares and Dividers, I think it was, down in uh, at Santiago's Bar a good few years ago. I don't think they've been back up this way. Are they still going, actually, Caves? Uh, I saw them with oh, Camp Cope, I think, in maybe two years ago in London. 
But I think that Lou, the singer, if I yeah. made that up. Yeah, Lou. Uh, I think they live in America now. All right. Okay. I might be wrong because I know that they play with they play bass with Reviver now as well. Well, they were. So. Yeah, no, they, they were. Think again, just thinking about the agenda and what we're sort of pulling together for the day. I think that'd be a really, really good. Yeah, that's a, that's a great shout, especially off the top of your head as well. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have run off of that and come here. Like, no, I'm not playing anymore. Um, so, what's, what's your headliner? What, can, what could Richard's headliner be? See, I would normally just say Boy Set Fire because <laughs> I yeah. know you, but yeah, is that right? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh. To be honest, like most of the bands that you mentioned, Richard, this podcast and last are bands that I haven't heard of. So, guessing your headliner would be a stab in the dark. No, yeah, no, no. The, the, the headliners are, are, are really, really well known. Um, if I say Swedish, Melancholy. No. Oh. oh, Raised Fist. No, but that's a great shout, though. Uh, refused? Are they Swedish? Yeah. 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 Sweden has a lot of good bands. Nice. Sweden, yeah. Sweden's got some incredible bands, but I would, um, for me again, just thinking about sort of how, how to put this together and, you know, it's, it's all well and good sort of having the, the movement and the people behind it, but there's got to be a political element. And I think for me, they are the quintessential political punk band in terms of the way that they approach sort of the argument, the way they sort of try and put that argument forward. Um, and they're also, I would probably say, the single best live band I've seen. Um, they're just one of those bands that, you you watch and you cannot decide sort of who to be looking at because they're just all incredibly talented um yeah i, I without a doubt just the um one of the the, the greatest bands the last sort of 20 years so yeah to get them at red rum i think would be amazing <laughs> the capacity at red rum it can't be that like about 180 i think 180 wow. <laughs> yeah that'll, that'll be good luck getting tickets for that yeah. <laughs> um Cover band. Cover band. Right. So I've gone for, again, another of my, my favourite northern northern bands. I've gone for Martha. Martha. Who are Martha going to cover? Uh, do they sound like Martha? Or are they sort of the same world of Martha? Yeah. See, I, I kind of thought of who would, what would I like to see as part of a covers band, uh, covers set? And then I kind of worked back from that. So for me, it was like, this is what I would if someone said they were doing this, I would be all over it. Um, does it sound like Martha? I think you could see that it would work really well, but we get, they've never covered this band before. Could we get a clue, like record label? Oh yeah, good good shout. Uh, I think Gethin was the, the oh, label. Wow. So it's like 90s or 2000s era. 90s. It's not something stupid like Blink-182, is it? <laughs> No, but that's you're in, but in that'd a, be good, incredible. I want to see Martha good, do Blink One Eighteen. <laughs> but it's a good, good ballpark, is that? Right. I'd probably just work back a couple of years from from Blink. Newfound Glory. No. This is Geffen. Still relevant as well. That's the other thing I'd say. Just, just very um, scattergun in the quality over recent years. Uh, Green Day. We but... <laughs> Weezer. Exactly. Laura's oh. oh wow! Ooh. But yeah. I would, I would do it as just the Blue Album. So Martha playing the Blue Album would be 
incredible. Yeah, that's a great album. My favorite Weezer song, my favorite song ever is on that one, uh, Saving So. I think it's such a good song, such a good album. I was really into Weezer back in the day as well. Yeah. yeah. Good shout. I, yeah, good shout. I, I think, you know, when you're thinking, I, I hope Martha see this and think, do you know what? We're going to do that. We're going to put together <laughs> a, a show where we play the blue album. They would, they would do such a good job of it. But it, like when nice. I've been thinking about this, so like what I can have, like thinking of the cover band has just been a lot of fun. Like, which bands would I like to see be other bands? <laughs> I, I, I could have a list. But um, so uh, before we go on to mine, I uh, Dan has some news he'd like to talk about. Yeah, um, this podcast Colin tells me is going out on Tuesday. So tomorrow, Wednesday, we have a new tape at Shut EP dropping um, completely out of nowhere. It is full of the four songs we recorded at the same time as Dinosaurs versus Robots, which was our previous EP. Um, two are brand new songs, two are re-recordings of old ones. We've got two political songs on there and two more fun pop punk songs. It's just a lovely little EP just to get you through the end of lockdown, really. And yeah, just Excellent. go out and enjoy it. And it's cool. called Twin Triggers and it will be available everywhere. And apart from Bandcamp, we're going to release Bandcamp late and put an extra track on it. Fair, fair. I won't shout out Bandcamp Day right now then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, so we'll move on to my one, which I've written down somewhere on my massive pad of scribbles. Right, okay. So I've, I'm terrible at naming things, as you've probably seen if you've ever looked at the CPRW Records <laughs> album names. But I, I, have a, I have a cracking name for one that I've got planned for next year, which I'm not telling you. That it works much better written down than when I try and pronounce it. Um, right, so it's called Getting Croaky Fest. Because <laughs> it's, it's just oh, the whole the, the whole day is essentially bands you're going to shout along with and get a sore throat. So Getting Croaky Fest, and obviously it's going to be at New Cross because where else would it have been? Um, so the oh no, actually we'll continue this in in a little while because we're about to run out of time. So what I will do is a quick advert. Um, so I got a, a, a shout out for a new band called Hiding from Humans who have a new EP out called Radio. They're a pop punk band from Canada. If you like sort of drive through record bands like Alistair, Newfound Glory, Midtown, they're a band you definitely should be checking out. Even like yeah. That's Web, so Hiding from Humans. I have a new EP, a called Radio. Check that out. And we will see you in one second. Oh, wait. I know what I'm. Welcome back to part three of the CPRW podcast. It's now my turn to run through uh, my all day. I said just uh, two seconds ago, it's called Getting Croaky Fest, and it's at New Cross. Like, like, so for me, like, a good part of like an all day is it being like a mates fest. It's nice to have that community feel. So a lot of my bands I picked that I'm good pals with as well. So because if you're putting on a gig, put on your mates. That's that's, just, that's that would be my rule. So but um, the opener is my it's also my acoustic band. I've gone for a, a, apologies I have none doing an acoustic set because like, like they started as an acoustic band, like two piece. I, but I, I sort of got into Master they released like their first album, London, which is probably one of my top five albums ever. I'd never seen them acoustic, so I quite like that. And so I have been them on first. So I think they draw a big crowd as well. So just reasoning, get, to get, get some people in for the smaller bands who are on early to have apologies early and then like my second band who I, I've spoken about at least twice on this podcast is uh, All Depends from Dundee 
like they're based in Dundee. But they're like an they're an Englishman, a American, and a Mexican sort of who met in Conroy's basement in Dundee and then formed their band. It's sort of like an alternative. Also, also sounds like the start of a really bad joke. Um, but <laughs> they're an alternative, like a folk sort of punk hardcore band with like the, like the lyrics come out. They're almost like rap as well. I saw them live last year and they just it blew me away they're like really really captivating like the explosive live band and i like i really like them as people as well like like they were like one of the first bands on that uh, when i saw them and they hung around like the whole weekend of the festival like really enthusiastically supporting all the other bands i really like to see that so i thought that's uh that's why they're on uh, next up is a uh, captain arsehole from germany who again i I bang on about loads. I think one of the best bands in the world at the moment, personally, like their album, What an Awful Life, uh, last year was my album of the year. They're like a, a gruff pop punk band. Have lots of songs about like growing up and like life sort of reaching in your thirties and just an incredible band, really, really good live. And again, just really lovely people. Uh, they were supposed to come over for Bristol Booze Cruise this year as well, but obviously Corona messed that up. And obviously with the impending Brexit disaster, uh, all these European bands aren't going to be able to come over anymore, at least not in a legal fashion. So that was a part of the reason I was like, for one of like the rules of this whole thing, I was, fuck Brexit, European bands. Because cool. yeah, over in Europe, there are so many so really yeah. good bands that yeah. we don't talk about enough in the UK. Um, Next up is another one of like one of my really good friends is KEMF, obviously because again like if I'm putting on a, a gig of any sort I would probably put KEMF on there, like they're just like they're really good on record but I think live there's just something else like I don't think you can appreciate how good they are as a band until you see them live like really really tight like Ben and Tobias like the bass player and the drummer are two without being too disrespectful to the punk rock scene, they are too big good to be playing punk rock music. Like we saw like uh, KEMF play at like the MPF uh, brewery thing and their drummer Tobias played the whole set with one arm and you wouldn't have noticed the difference. It was like, unless you hadn't have seen them before, you probably wouldn't have even noticed. You just think, oh, one arm drummer, cool. But they're just really, really good. And again, it's just, uh, just really good people who I like to spend time with. So they're playing Getting Croaky Fest. Uh, Katie Beth are like a sort of folky heart on your sleeve punk band as well. Just if you haven't heard them yet, then go check them out. Obviously, again, if bringing one band down from Scotland, bring another. So goodbye Blue Monday, obviously, because I think, I mean, they are my friends, but I do genuinely think they are the best punk rock band in the UK at the moment. Like, they're, like Graham is arguably one of the best songwriters around at the moment. Like, super, super honest lyrics. Like, like they touch on mental health. Like, the majority of their songs are about mental health, which is, again, is an important thing to be talking about these days. And, like, I know they were working on getting their first full length out this year. And, like... I'm, I think I'm allowed to say this. If not, I'm very sorry, Graham. But they've like sent me a couple of demos, like from the, what they've been working on, and they've just blew my mind. Like so, so good. So 
if COVID hadn't have been a thing this year, we probably would have got a Goodbye Blue Monday album and it would have been everyone's album of the year. I'm very confident. And again, like I love Graham. I love like the rest of the, the guys in Goodbye Blue Monday. So, and again, Andrew Cross as well. They always drew such a good crowd, such an enthusiastic crowd for them. So yeah, Goodbye Blue Monday. Um, so then for my reunion band is a, it's a band, another band from Europe, from France. So I've got a German and a French band as well. Now other countries in Europe, we are aware. Um, but this is a wank for peace from, I think you pronounce it Ongers in France. Like I saw them, I think it was 2012, 2013 at the Wimbledon Brixton. They, they supported uh, River Jumpers and Ducking Punch. River Jumpers should also reform actually, but yeah. Um, but um, yeah, and I, they play like like really raspy vocal, like melodic hardcore, I guess is the best way of describing them. And I really enjoyed their performance. In like 2014, they released Fail Forward which is, again, one of my favourite albums ever. I don't really listen to a lot of like heavy stuff like that because I'm a ska kid at heart. There's no ska bands on this. But um, yeah, and like that, that album, every time, it's just one of those albums that really, really like pump you up whenever you, like before I go and play football, more often than not, I'll have that album on just to get me ready to go kick some people. And yeah, and they split up before I got to see them play any of that album live. I know they've done a, they did a couple of reunion shows in France last year and I was actually in Germany at the time and I was kind of tempted to get on a train but I was at Booze Cruise so I figured I better not. Um, yeah, just so they're just fantastic and they have started a new band up since the, those reunion shows and I've forgotten the name so it's really hard to search for a band if you've forgotten what they're called. So, but <laughs> Yeah, so my reunion would be Wank for Peace and like I thought my penultimate act before the headline is Crazy Arm. Because again, like legends of the DIY scene, like sort of folky roots, punk rock from Plymouth. Um, again, really, really good live band. Really good at getting a crowd going. Would draw a massive crowd. Wouldn't need my headliner. I think that just putting Crazy Arm as a headliner would do a lot of tickets. And I just can't think of a better band to open for my headliner either so I figured Crazy Arm would be a really good shout for that so yeah can anyone guess what my headline band is? Against me? Oh bang on straight away <laughs> <laughs> well done Did yeah, you have no, any, I, yeah, any I other guesses before Richard ruined the fun for everyone? <laughs> I didn't pin you as a big against me guy I love against me absolutely you know what, love I, I them just looking through your your lineup and you're thinking it just almost was just sort of saying against me do you know what i mean it's yeah just sort of pointed towards it yeah, yeah. really yeah really good lineup. like i've never seen them play in a small venue either and i think that's just something that needs to be done before i die because i like i've seen videos of like from the old days before they sort of got bigger and just how much how a mess it looks and how crazy it looks and i just wish i could have experienced that like there's a part of me that wants to like have them do like an old school sort of set as well sort of fat wreck and backwards kind of set but like also appreciate with like laura and uh, all of us like newer stuff like how important those songs are to people and i don't think it would be very fair for they like no only play reinvent Alaxel rose and so i think it's like they can play what they like basically i'll let them do that 
Yeah, and I was like, for my covers band, I was going to have KEMF playing against me cover set because I think that would be really good. Mm. But then I thought, I'd just have against me play and have Katie play. So, like, so for my uh, cover set, like, so I've picked the burnt tapes plus Hassan from Triple Sunday singing lead vocals because I want to get all my mates on it. And uh, who do you think they would be? Oh, they are an American band. I'm just trying to. And I know that they, they all it's love not that the band. Menzingers no. because of the. Um, because we've agreed not to do that. Um, Iron Sheik, possibly. Yeah, Iron Sheik. Oh, cool. Because I like I know all those boys absolutely love Iron Sheik, and I think Hassan's voice would be perfect to be Lebrano as well. So, and again, to combine both, like both bands, just gets more of my mates on the bill, and I get to spend more time with my mates, which is what an all day is all about. <laughs> Okay, well, that's um, anything you want to critique about this amazing lineup I've put together? Uh, no critique, I'll just, yeah, we're, we're no tickets. Good day out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we've all put on very good shows, They're all quite different shows as well. Yeah. Which would be, so if we have like a festival of this whole, like a four day festival of this whole thing, Dan, you are technically a promoter, so you are in charge of putting this together. This would be expensive, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, yeah, we've refused and against me and fuel for a friend. Just, and, then, and getting my self-indulgence back together, this would all be very expensive. Yeah. And getting high standard over from Japan. Yeah. <laughs> would, be a, yeah. would be a bit of an issue. Of an issue. <laughs> I was going to say, um, you're completely right on the money on Goodbye Blue Monday. Like Every time I've watched them play, I've just been in awe. Like yeah. his the songwriting is perfect. They put out an acoustic EP I'd mention as well this year. Yes, yes, they and did. Like the the last song on that like brings me to tears every single time. I Which listen to what it. Like, is the last song on that? Uh, Got on. I, I can't remember. No, it um, had a I misery punk on it, but that was Don't first. Tell Me or something like that. I have the internet at my disposal. Um, it starts with uh, you're lying on the sofa and I'm self harming in the bathroom. Like those are the first two lines, and like it just breaks me down completely. That song. Goodbye, Blue Monday. Hang on, technology. And they did a song. Pretending yeah, don't tell to be... me. Yeah, four tracks: Misery, Punk, Ruin My Life, Worst in the Mornings, Take Your Pills, and then Don't Tell Me, which I think is a new song. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they did that Frank Turner weird song, Taking the Piss, as yeah. well this year, which was fantastic. Yeah, because but... all of the like bands who have done live streams this year, Goodbye, Blue Mondays have been my favourite. Like Graham and Sean are just hilarious. Yeah. Cool. cool. They're just an absolutely amazing band. Like I, 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 I'm so happy you've just let us in on that. Like sort of tidbit that the album is sounding amazing because I, 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 out of all of the bands, like bands in UK, I've just been absolutely wishing that they'd do an album already. Yeah. So they were planning on it, but this year. Yeah. And again, hopefully Graham isn't going to be upset with me for saying this. We'll keep it our yeah. secret. And with Against Me, I am one of those people that would be rather upset if they didn't play their newer stuff. Like, Black Me Out is my Have a Cry song. Okay. Like, oh, if, you've, if you haven't gone through and uh, read Laura Jane Grace's autobiography, like, that song is so 
perfect like she talks about basically playing it for the first time on new year's and having like everyone basically talking over her while she's just playing it on guitar quietly in the back and it's just like literally like brings me to tears just thinking about it so like oh yeah right um so i think this is we're finishing i think if if you have any comments on the festivals we've put together then leave them in the comment boxes and critique uh, give us your opinions on stuff and i've seen youtubers do that so leave a like in the comments that's what they say it? <laughs> um, um yeah um and say so this friday the i've written it down the 4th of december is that correct maybe yes yes friday the 4th of december is uh, the last band camp day of the year and uh, cprw records are gonna put all of our 2020 comps at 50% off so to try and raise that last bit of money before the end of the year and obviously it's Christmas so people don't have a lot of money so if you can't afford anything it's 50% off so it's the best time to complete your collection really uh, those comps have raised money for Crisis, Macmillan, the Music Venue Trust, Refugee Action, Fair Share and Imkan and they're just packed with loads of great bands from all walks of punk rock so Please check them out, cprwrecords.bandcamp.com or something like that. Professional. Um, yeah, so there goes a few. I think we're going to put together playlists for all of our days. So if you want to check out some of the bands we've mentioned, if you're not aware of them, then do that. You'll probably find some new favorites because there are some really good bands mentioned. Yeah, um, as I say, Dan has his. I'll tape it shut have their new ep out tomorrow so check that out i'm looking forward to listening to that i'm sad he hasn't sent it to me already oh you got uh, finished uh yesterday <laughs> but, but i'll let you off then bad uh, number two um right uh thank you to or special thanks to lara actually for joining us last minute mm -hmm. i very much good. appreciate that it's just to have four people and have like the square and again yeah. you, you've brought some more quality chat to the Collins Punk Rock World podcast and thank you very much. Oh, it's no worries. Thanks for asking. I enjoyed it. So yeah. uh, any time. <laughs> yeah. And also while we're plugging things, Lara has her YouTube channel. Let's Talk Tunes. Go check that out. We mentioned it more on the, the vinyl podcast. So listen to that and you'll find all about Let's Talk Tunes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. I still haven't thought of a call outro. I'm just kind of rambling now. So um, bye everyone. Thanks for joining us. And We'll see or talk to you again soon. Cool. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Stay safe. <laughs>